2: DJ PK and Joe Ingles joins us now, brought to you by your hardworking friends at Mountainland Supply. For all your plumbing and irrigation needs, go to mountainlandsupply.com. Joe, good
0: morning. Good morning.
2: A couple weeks into the bubble, you all settled into the new normal now? You got your routine down?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, it definitely, um, I guess, a lot more comfortable than those, those first few days. Um, you just kind of, I guess, you... You get you get used to your surroundings and the situation and um, obviously at the end of the day we, we know the NBA is doing the best they can out of a out of a weird situation um, so it's been interesting um, but yeah I guess I'm, me personally I'm, I'm pretty kind of settled and um, honestly just want the the games to start now.
1: Given the fact that the games do start in terms of keeping uh, record and having them count next week, how much do these practice games that you have take on a level of uh, higher importance compared to preseason exhibition games that you have in October?
0: I mean, I think it's. Just, uh, I mean, it's very similar, really. Um, the, the preseason normally is is the same thing. We're just preparing at the, the start of the year and. Um you are figuring out things that work and things that don't work and, and what you like and and obviously for us, um, now it's a little different with with our boy on so just figuring out things that that work and don't work, um with our boy on. Um, some of the stuff that we used to run for him, does it does it work for me? Does it work for J C? If not, we've got other options that we can we can obviously use. So um yeah, I mean they're they're just as important uh, I think uh, I think the preseason games themselves are important getting your team ready for for the regular season and and this is no different it's just obviously um a few less games than than what we're used to
2: so the scrimmages will help get you back into that game flow how much is uh, Quinn had you going five on five so you you've kind of gotten that at a certain level already
0: yeah the, the first um probably I think it was two maybe three days um we really just got out and ran and, and kind of played pickup, obviously a bit more organized with, with coaches and stuff and, and all that there. But um, yeah, we kind of just got to, to get out and run up and down and just get your legs under you. We haven't um, obviously played, hadn't played five on five up until this point of getting here. So to to get here and, and get settled in and, um, and then obviously start playing was, was really good. And then obviously after you kind of get your legs under you a bit you, you can start breaking down stuff offense and defense and, and figuring out um, all that stuff so we've we've had some some long days in the gym and I think guys have really enjoyed it because it's been obviously a long time between us, us doing this so um, we've had some really good practices we've, we've had a couple stinkers but uh, I think every team would have gone through that um, throughout this kind of two week period
1: Do you have any idea how many minutes you're going to play right off the bat?
0: probably like 48. I'm not sure, give or take. 48. Wow.
1: Okay. Well, how about it goes in overtime?
0: <laughs> uh 53? Um no. I mean it's we obviously everyone's well aware and it's been spoken about about Boyan being out and he, he obviously had a a big role minutes-wise and and load offensively that he that he carried for us and um there's obviously is kind of thirty plus minutes. Um, uh, I mean, obviously they're not all going to go to one player or, or, or anything like that. But I think kind of split up over our our main group of guys, and then obviously there's there's opportunity for for rookies or young guys or, or whatever it is to um, or whoever it is to, to step up and um, try and get try and get some some of those minutes. Try and kind of break the rotation. Um, uh, Obviously, the regular season or whatever these games are, um, give these guys a chance um, if the opportunity comes up and see how they go.
2: So when you look back at your own career and the, kind of the arc of your own career, are there times, whether it was in Australia, in Europe, uh, in the NBA, maybe with the Australian national team, where an injury actually did give you a break, get you some playing time you weren't getting and, and you made the most of it?
0: Um, I mean, my, my job in Barcelona that I got... Um, I should actually go back That my first ever game I was 17, 18 whatever I was and I I knew I was going to play a little bit because I was good enough to play a little bit but our starting point guard actually got injured um, we flew to New Zealand, my first ever game was in New Zealand and we flew over on the plane and now. Point guard had come out of retirement. Um, his name was Shane Heal. He'd played in the NBA before and all that. And they recruited him out of retirement. And he actually did his, or his back locked up on the plane flight over. Um, and like I said, I, I mean, I, I think I was going to play some kind of minutes anyway. But I got to... They bumped over this, this starting two-man to point guard. So there was more minutes on the wing. And I ended up playing nearly the whole game, had my career high which I've still would never broken um, so that's a good one and then I, I, I got to Barcelona via guys being injured um, I was playing with another team in Spain, in Granada and um, two or three of their wings were injured and, and I got an opportunity to, to sign a three year deal there and, and got to win a lot of titles and, and play with some really good players So and then I've had a couple opportunities like that, I think it's Um, I mean, the Jazz is another one. AB, all all these guys that were here getting... AB obviously had some kind of freakish injuries. Rodney Hood was injured. Like, there was... was, uh, I think every team you've been on, there's been a situation where someone's been injured or something like that. So it's not, like, the best way to get those opportunities because you don't wish injuries upon anyone. But obviously, if you get that opportunity, you've got to be ready to take it and, and make the most of it.
1: Because you guys are all together in this on this campus in Orlando, uh, has that maybe brought guys closer?
0: Uh, I mean, yes and no. I'm ready to not see the guys for a couple of days, get a couple of chances for myself. I'll take going and uh, see my family. Um, but obviously, there's. It, I was saying to someone the other day, it's it's almost like a a national team type of feeling, a World Cup or, or something like that, because you this is what we do at a World Cup we have a little room and like me and Paddy Mills share a room usually so I'm usually in the same size room that I'm in right now but with with Paddy and all his junk in there as well so um, you walk around to your team room and there's teams walking around and players you can obviously I just bumped into Gordon walking back here so you you see a lot of people um, obviously during the NBA season that you wouldn't wouldn't necessarily see Um, so it's cool to be able to to catch up with people, see people, talk to other guys, talk to players you've never spoken to, um, talk to anyone. There's, there's GMs, there's, there's all types of people walking around. So um, to me, it's like a national team with obviously a little bit more money involved. Um, so I think the guys that can um, kind of settle into it and uh, I think. The situations at the games, the locker room at the games, there's a lot of stuff that's going to be different to what we're used to. Um, and I think the teams that can adjust and be as comfortable as possible in that are going to have a really good shot at uh, kind of moving on further because it's, uh, it is very different to, to how we're used to um, being around the game.
2: So I've heard there's a game you play walking through the hallways trying to recognize people that it's actually hard. <laughs> it's difficult because you can't see, depending on the way the mask is, 60%, 70 80% of their face. So have you walked yeah. past people and had no idea who you were walking past until later?
0: Yeah, I'm probably a bad person to ask that to because I don't really know people anyway. Um, and like I said, there's, there's GMs, there's training staff, there's – massage therapist there's all kinds of people from whoever your 37 people are so um between the mask and a, and a hat or a like a, a hood on or, or whatever it is it's uh there's some days that are pretty tough pretty tough to see who's who but um no it's uh like i said it's if you can if you can kind of settle into it and get as comfortable as possible like I said it is different it's not the Ritz downtown and you've got your own room and you don't have to see any of your teammates or or other teams until shoot around or whatever it is and um, if you can adjust and and get as comfortable as possible I think it, it can go a long way
1: Do you think under these circumstances, because literally I think the whole world is going to be watching once you guys start to play because it's so unusual, do you think that with that in mind, guys and players and teams would be a little more hyped to play?
0: I think regardless of who's watching, um, I mean obviously everyone knows that it's going to be pretty much empty in the gym and um, it's going to be a very different situation but uh, I mean I would I would find it hard to believe if anyone's had this bigger bigger break um, playing basketball in their lives really Um, I mean from whoever the the oldest LeBron who's played whatever 17 years to a rookie like a lot of us have played our whole careers even if you're not playing with your team specifically I'm with the national team guys are in LA with a bunch of of other players playing pickup in the summer um there's a lot of stuff that, that goes on that keeps you playing games regardless of kind of what the level is. And um, I mean, I'd be surprised if anyone had really had this bigger break. Um, I know I've never had or had the break that we had. Um, so, yeah, I think uh, regardless of that, I think guys would be really excited to play. I think even just playing against someone else, we've, we've been here for two weeks now and, and before that for a couple of weeks, Getting back into the facility in Utah, and you kind of start seeing faces again. And we've had some really competitive practices, and um, it's been really, really nice to to get back out there and play. Because obviously, that's our job. It's what we love to do. It's, um, it's it's, we make our money for. Like it's it's everything that we do. So um, I think playing against another team, regardless of if there's. Five people in there, or twenty, or whatever they—I don't know what the numbers are—in terms of who can get into a game. So, um, I think the guy—the the games are going to be, good. Um, going to be good. It might be a bit of rust in the first couple of games, but I think once you get in the flow of it, I think I think guys will be pretty competitive, um, regardless of who's in the gym or not.
2: Between your five-on-five five sessions in practice, the three scrimmages, and the eight regular-season games. I got to admit, I did wonder what the playoffs would look like. But as we get into this, it seems to me like the playoffs ought to look like highly competitive basketball. This seems like enough basketball to to get into uh, get on a pretty good roll, get a pretty good rhythm going.
0: For sure, uh, I think um, as cliche as it sounds, it's kind of, it's almost like riding a bike. Like you you kind of jump out there and you start playing again, and like the system, the, like the way we play as a Jazz, you start. Remembering, like you might not have remembered sitting in your room, you did get back out there with the guys. And it's, it's kind of natural. It's what, like I said, it's what a lot of us have done our whole lives. It's, um, it just kind of slowly comes back. And, and like I said, once you kind of get your legs under you and you get the fitness of running up and down, because I think that's the, that's the hardest part is, is you can't emulate anything. Um, that's five and five when, especially with the situation we've been in for the last hundred odd days. So, um, our guys all came back looking really well really good which is is nice and so you if if guys have taken care of themselves in that 103 month whatever the the days or month period was um, you're almost a step ahead because you're not trying to catch up to other players or other teams our guys all looked really well um, really good so we were able to get back out there and like I said, we, we played pick up the first couple of days to get out and, and it was a lot better than I anticipated it was going to be. Um, you just never know with those situations and um, yeah, it's like I said, it's been awesome to be to be back out with the guys. I obviously would change a few things and would love to have my family and stuff here. Cause that's, that's the hardest part. You get such a routine at home and, and for me to be able to be home with, with Renee and the kids and help Renee and give, Renee, some time away, and and just be with my children for for the longest. I've probably been with them consistently, and then um, not all of a sudden because we were prepared, obviously, but but all of a sudden you kind of get ripped away. And now I'm sitting in a in a little room by myself. Is uh, that's that's probably been the toughest part.
1: So I was going to ask you, with that in mind, Joe, the challenge of spending time, the downtime. How does it relate to the challenge or the boredom of the downtime regularly when you're on the road when things are normal?
0: Yeah, I mean, there's a, probably a lot more here. Um, obviously, we we practice or we lift weights or we've got a schedule every day. But um, I mean, example is is today we've got practice at six pm tonight. I think it is, and I think the I think the first thing on our schedule is like four thirty treatments or something like that. Like it's. I woke up at 9 o'clock or whatever it was 9.30 and I've got all that time in the day to to kill We're usually on the road you you get up we're usually there for a game so we've got shoot around or we've got practice in the morning and then we're flying somewhere else so there's there's a bit more going on and um, yeah there's a a lot of a lot of downtime here which um, again you want to you want to try and keep your your kind of mind ticking over you don't want to be sitting in bed all day and and getting a sore back or, or whatever it is so um, yeah, you just got to figure out kind of a routine, but it's obviously very different to the last three months where Renee and I are getting up with the kids, and you get to, like play with the kids all day and 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 kind of do stuff like that. you put them down, and your downtime is at six o'clock when the kids go to bed for a couple of hours so it's um it's been a little bit of an adjustment um but it is what it is, I guess it's the the situation we're in at the moment. it sucks, but um you' just got to make the most of it.
2: So when the games start, will you go watch the games, or do you find watching other people play basketball just gets incredibly tedious?
0: Um, I'm, I'm not really sure. I, I was, Renee and I were talking about it, actually, and originally we weren't sure if we'd be able to see other teams because there's obviously there's three hotels, and, and they've just uh, told us, I think it was yesterday or something, that as of a certain date or time, there's going to be shuttles because everyone's been testing negative. Obviously we've, um, we can catch a shuttle to the other hotel and, and eat at a restaurant there, or or I can go hang out with Patty in in another hotel or, or whatever it is. So um, originally I was like, Oh, if I want to catch up with, with Patty or someone from another team, maybe you have to go to a game and meet at a game and, I probably wouldn't necessarily sit there and watch the game, but just to catch up with, with him or, or someone else. Uh, um, I, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the situation is. I honestly, I, I haven't heard, I'm sure it's been said somewhere about if we can go and how many seats or what you have to do to be able to go because it's obviously not a full arena, so you can't just pile in a bus of 200 athletes to go watch a game. Um I don't know what the situation is, but the chance I go to another game will be very, very slim. I'll watch it on TV. Like I, I do love watching basketball, especially if there's someone I know or something. Um, but yeah, I'll, I won't be going to any. I don't think.
1: So I saw on social media, Joe, that it was your wife's birthday the other day. You don't think you got off the hook of getting her a present just because you weren't in her presence, did you?
0: I absolutely knew that that wasn't the case. Uh, Renee's like a massive Christmas birthday um, mm-hmm. celebrator. She loves Christmas. She had to she had to kind of get me in the right frame of mind for Christmas because I was a bit of a bit of the Grinch for a while there. And then once we had the kids, it was um, obviously once you have kids involved, it's it's pretty cool to they get so excited especially the ADR our twins are now they get so excited to um to go to sleep and put a cookie out for Santa like all those things so uh, um Renee did give me a bit of stick for being the Grinch for a while but um no I was I was actually well prepared this year I obviously once we found out we were leaving and going um I mean Renee will tell you she's actually listening right now in the car um she just dropped Jacob at, at therapy and she's she's listening so she'll she if she could call in she would she would 100% echo this but i i'm usually like the day or two before and like amazon prime something or run to the shops and get something like i always kind of know what i want to get her or an idea that i have for her but i always leave it to the last minute and i'm like running around and telling her that i'm going to get coffee and i'm gone for like 3 hours to try and pick something up and <laughs> um, i was actually very well prepared this year cuz obviously with the situation that we're in, so um, it was um, kind of crappy not being there with her and, and with the kids and um, helping with the kids and being able to be there to celebrate her day. But I, uh, I think she enjoyed it. She told me she enjoyed it, so um, I think I did a I think I did all right. It's the twins' well, birthday happy- on Saturday, though. So
1: oh, that's a big one. Uh, that's got to suck not being there.
0: Yeah, I haven't missed it. Obviously, without with the timing of it, the twins birthday is usually in the summer. So I'm usually at home and we've got our family around and, um, have a little birthday party with, with the family, which is kind of, it's, it's, uh, two things at once being able to catch up with the family and, and, obviously celebrating the, the twins birthday. So, um, I've already stated to my team not to come near me on the 25th, cause I'm going to be extremely <laughs> upset and mad and tell them to stay away from me. Cause I'll, probably rip one of their heads off if they come near me but um, obviously they're in pretty amazing hands with Renee so I'm, I'll be confident that they have a very good day
2: Speaking of your teammates health have you been telling your teammates that there really aren't any gators in the lakes there around the property is that have you been well, slandered or did you actually do that?
0: no like so my room actually looks over kind of two of the lakes or whatever they are that are around the, the hotel. Um And you can like, so everywhere you go, you're obviously walking everywhere, you walk outside. And it, it like between the, I can, I'm looking at it right now, between the water and where like the footpath is that you walk, it's literally like from the baseline to the free throw line. Like that's how far it is. And I'm like, there's no alligators in these waters. Like, do you know how dangerous that is? If someone's like walking and alligators, like for whatever reason, like sitting on the grass, and something happens and it chases out like those things can move as well mm-hmm. like they're not risk they're not risking that or like sorry joe ingles is out tonight because his arm got bitten off by a gator like i'm suing everyone <laughs> in the world if that happens so there's no ch- like there's no i have we've we've seen i mean i'm sure everyone's seen there's like spots you can go fishing and there's there's like sea snakes and turtles and stuff that have and obviously fish that guys have been fishing um i think someone caught a turtle the other day out of the thing but obviously we, um, I mean, you have to throw them back in or whatever. So, um, they they were all like everywhere we've walked, everyone's like looking in the water for an alligator. I'm like, there's no chance. Like if you could see how, I'll, I'll have to take a photo of it or something, but if you could see how close it is from like the footpath and there's no fence. It's just a bit of grass and a couple like higher like reeds or whatever. I don't know what, what plants they are or whatever, but, um, like if an alligator was in there, like you're gonna eat, like it's gonna eat you. Like it, there's no chance.
2: There, there was, there was a couple of years ago a really horrific, tragic story about a family losing. A That's kid.
0: what someone brought up with yeah. a with their with their son or daughter or
2: something, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, It's horrible.
0: I just hey Joe, we well, saw especially after that. Then if that if that has happened, there's no chance that they are now. Then
1: no, I mean we saw that scene in Crocodile Dundee, so we understand the seriousness
0: of no, it. Nice. Nice. <laughs> there's no there's no chance that there's alligators in here
1: Disney what, was deal away? With that, uh, what was the deal with that what was the deal with that Rambo like headband you were wearing the other day
2: <laughs>
0: I uh, I said it in my media session after uh, after I wore I wore it in my media session which Renee hates it by the way um <laughs> I agree with that. I mean, I do too. But the I was wearing it in whatever the practices were, um, whatever you want to call them, prior to coming here. And it, honestly, the first ever time I put it on, obviously apart from Memphis, which was a different situation. But I I walked into the facility to start these workouts that we we're doing, and me and Mike Conley were the the first group because we were up earlier than probably anyone else anyone else in our team having kids and Mike, Mike asked our equipment manager, Hey, can I get a headband? And I was standing right there and I was like, yeah, let me get one too. And I just put it on for like, and I actually shot really well on the workout, but, um, then Dennis was like standing on his balcony thing that comes out of where his office is and was like yelling at me about how bad it looks. And I was like, all right, well that just makes me even more motivated to wear it. If Dennis doesn't like it, I'm definitely going to wear it. So, um, I don't know if Dennis is listening. I'm sure he's not. Um, but if he is, um, it's, for, uh, it's for my good friend Dennis.
1: Well, I think if you wear that, you got to do the interview shirtless too. me
0: to wear it? You want me to, wear a, you want me to wear, a, wear a headband and do a shirtless interview?
1: <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs>
0: Go Rambo all Get the on. way. <laughs> yeah that's not a good that's not a good look for anyone
2: Uh, it made Sylvester Stallone a lot of money
0: (laughs) I mean if it did that then I'd I'd definitely do it
2: (laughs) All right, and just for the record uh, Renee is welcome to call the show anytime 855 340 zone and I'm following her on Twitter she can follow me back and DM me we can set something up good to go anytime she wants to come on she has a standing invitation
0: you should have her on one week especially uh with how boring i get and people will be get sick of me talking but should uh should give you a good insight into how it is the uh, probably the other side of it of not being in a hotel by myself getting up and going to sleep whenever i want she's uh she's got the twins and she's 21 22 weeks pregnant now and um there's some long and she said it's been really hot there so it's been hot and She's been a, a very busy woman, but like I said, shes uh, I wouldn't leave him in, in any better hands. So I know they're in, in good hands, and um, I'll get back as soon as I can.
2: Joe, we appreciate the time. Thanks for coming on, and we will uh, talk to you again next week.
0: For sure, no worries. Thanks for having me.